The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told to them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We're on our last day of the octave of Christmas. We always celebrate any big feast day with eight whole days of, of celebration. That comes from our Jewish roots. So we can still say appropriately, Merry Christmas. And I guess we should also say Happy New Year. We're celebrating on the eighth day. We also celebrate Mary under the title Mother of God. So happy feast of Mary, the Mother of God. And uh, one more to throw a curveball, which you're not expecting. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah happened uh, sort of over the Christmas season. And I bring that up because there's actually a link between Christmas and Hanukkah, which I'm guessing most here probably haven't heard before. And why it's totally appropriate for us Christians Christians to also, in a new way, to celebrate Hanukkah. You may have heard, especially some of our college students here, you, if you had a, a professor who was somewhat or is somewhat anti-Christian, they may have said something to the effect that Christians celebrate Christmas on December 25th because they invented Jesus as God and they took a Roman pagan holiday, the winter solstice, and they baptized it with holy water and invented Jesus being born on that day. And that's uh, not really true, if you're intellectually honest. There's no historical data that supports that. But there is a lot of data to say that Jesus is celebrated, his, we celebrate his birthday because he was born on that day and there's a deeper meaning between uh, with Jesus and Hanukkah. So what is Hanukkah all about? In the Old Testament, you'll have uh, heard about the Jewish feast days. There were seven of them that came from the time of Moses. Big feast days for the Jewish people, such as Passover. In Passover, they celebrated the divine action of God the Father that spared the firstborn sons as the angel of the Lord passed over their dwellings and they ate the roasted lamb with their sandals on and their staff in hand and that was the night that they escaped slavery to the Egyptian Pharaoh. And they celebrate that in their feast of Passover. 
In the New Testament, Jesus, and you can see this in the, in the Gospel of John, Jesus fulfills and transcends and elevates the Jewish feasts in his own person. We also celebrate Passover. It's our Easter celebration when Jesus, the firstborn son, is sacrificed for us so that we are no longer slaves to sin and we're all spared not physical death but something even greater. We're given eternal life. So the Passover through Jesus becomes something totally new and beautiful. And there was another feast that came much later after Moses, and that happened in the second century, the Feast of Hanukkah. And you have to go to the book of Maccabees to learn about Hanukkah. There was a, a pagan king named Antiochus IV who wanted everyone to worship his own pagan idols and when he tried to force the Jewish people to worship his false god, the Jewish people, of course, said no. They had a true god. And so Antiochus IV gets an army and takes over Jerusalem and does something horrible. He desecrated the temple. He snuffed out the candles on the menorah. He destroyed the altar of incense. And on the altar of sacrifice, he sacrificed an unclean animal. He sacrificed a pig. Of course, the Jewish people revolted, and it was Judas Maccabee, who the book is are named for, who led the revolt. The temple was desecrated on December 25th. About a year later, they managed to secure Jerusalem, and then they rebuilt the temple. And we read in the book of Maccabees that on the 25th day, of the month of Chislev, which is the winter month of December. They rose early in the morning and offered sacrifices to God. Then they said, we're going to celebrate the rededication of the temple for eight days. So on December 25th, they began an octave of celebration when they remembered the day that they sanctified the temple. And the word Hanukkah means to sanctify or to dedicate. It's probably used as a verb. I'm not an ancient language scholar, but you could probably say that they, on the 25th of December, they Hanukkahed the temple. So that's where Hanukkah comes from, and it's a movable feast for them because the Jewish calendar follows the, the lunar cycle. Our Roman calendar follows the, the, the solar calendar, so the dates don't always line up, but they always overlap. What does this have to do with Jesus? Well, when John, the apostle, was writing his gospel, we know that he spent a lot of time with Mary, who we read today pondered a lot of things in her heart. What was Mary pondering? Well, many things. She was pondering the fact that she knew in the Old Testament that the Messiah would be born of a virgin, and she knew that she was a virgin she knew that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem and she realized unexpectedly that because of the census that she and Joseph had to go to Bethlehem and there, not in a planned way, she gave birth to Jesus in Bethlehem. She was pondering these Jewish prophecies. And Mary recognized that Jesus was fulfilling in his life all of these great Jewish feasts, one of them being Hanukkah. When John 
writes about Jesus' birth, he doesn't tell us all the stories about the magi and the shepherds. He, he goes a little deeper. In the beginning of John's gospel, it, it begins saying, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. The Word is Jesus. In the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. And then we read in verse number five in chapter one. The light came into the world, and the darkness has not overcome it. So in the Feast of Hanukkah, they're celebrating that seven days before the 25th, they start lighting the candles of the menorah. The light slowly comes back into the temple. And on the 25th, the temple is full of light. All the lamps are lit. John is saying Jesus is the new Hanukkah. When he comes into the world, he brings the light with him. And Jesus knew this himself. Of course he did. He was God. But he said this himself in John chapter 10. It's his birthday, December 25th, the month of Chislev in the winter. And Jesus is in the, in the temple. And John says, on the feast of the dedication, Hanukkah, in the winter month, Jesus is in the temple. And Jesus is asked by the uh, scribes and Pharisees, they say, just tell us if you're the Messiah. And Jesus says to them, I and the Father are one. And they reach down to pick up stones to stone him to death. I was kind of reflecting. It seemed like they always had a, a store of stones on hand, right? What were they doing in the temple? They just always had them with them, right? And they're about to throw them at Jesus. And Jesus, to add a little bit more fuel to the fire, he says, this is on Hanukkah, the day of sanctifying the temple. He says uh, the verse that we have up here. Right? Can you say that the one whom the Father has Hanukkahed, sanctified, and sent into the world is blaspheming because I said, I am God's Son? On the Feast of Hanukkah in the temple, Jesus says the Father has Hanukkahed him. And of course, they would have none of it, right? Jesus has to escape. All right, so that's the theology. That's the Jewish roots of Christmas. Why on the 25th, for a whole octave, we celebrate the birth of Jesus, the light coming into the world. And what it means for us today is something very powerful. Yes, the divine action of God happened in the Old Testament, God the Father. God the Son in the New Testament continues that same divine action in the world. And God the Holy Spirit continues that work in us. All of us by our baptism have been Hanukkahed and sent into the world. Each one of us is called to be light in the darkness, salt in the earth, yeast in the dough. The world is to be a better place because there are Christians. When Christians live up to their calling, everything changes. When Christians don't live up to their calling, when we snuff out our lights and candles, that's when bad things happen. In the world, anywhere that there's ugliness and sin, a Christian puts beauty. Anywhere there's selfishness, a Christian puts goodness and love. And where there's falsehood, a Christian puts truth. To live Christmas, yes, it involves Christmas cookies and presents and the Christmas tree, but truly to be a Christian at Christmas means to not be afraid to be light in the world.
That doesn't mean you have to be an obnoxious light in the world or an arrogant light in the world or a judgmental light. It just means to be a light. Everyone loves a light, especially when the power goes out. A Christian who's a true Christian is a magnet for people because that Christian is bringing God's beautiful presence into his or her world. That's what Christmas is about. God came to earth historically, and God can now continue to be present on earth because of us. Be a light in the world this 2023. We know that we need it. The world needs it. And the world will be a better place if we all live Christmas, not just on the 25th, but we make it a way of life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.